Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Hello, everyone. I'm Sean Payne, founder of Live Explore Real Estate and Lifestyle. And again, uh, today I have with me Isaiah Chass, our founding uh, agent. Isaiah, thanks for joining us. Of course. We have exciting stuff today talking about really cool little community uh, up north on the coast. Yep. Sea Ranch, uh, a really unique uh, uh, community. And uh, I think, uh, Isaiah, what kind of brought to your attention what, probably like four or five years ago now, right before COVID hit, maybe about a year before COVID hit. I know that you've been working with clients up there and so kind of saw what a unique community it was and kind of isolated that way. Absolutely. So being that I grew up racing bicycles, my training took me to so many unique spots in Northern California, specifically uh, areas such as Sea Ranch. Uh, If you don't know what Sea Ranch is, uh, it's uh, on the Northern California coast, uh, north of Jenner, um, not quite in Mendocino County, but it's at the border there. Sea Ranch was initially a spot where uh, the Pomo Indians uh, would seasonally travel to in order to collect uh, kelp and shellfish, which they'd obviously end up surviving off of for the coming seasons. Um, from there, it was passed into uh, new hands through the Mexican land grant, uh, and from there, it passed into uh, future hands, uh, eventually into ranchers who used the spot as uh, a, a sheep ranch. Um, they had about 5,000 acres uh, of land to graze uh, their sheep on. And in fact, a lot of the, the plants you see there now are, were planted by the ranchers as, uh, as, as wind block, uh, being that it's uh, right there on the coast. Uh, you get quite a bit of wind, and, and they needed some protection from that, so that's what they did. Um, from there, it was passed into uh, a developer's hands who purchased the land uh, to obviously develop and he trusted uh, a lot of faculty members at UC Berkeley to uh, develop it into what it is uh, known as and seen as now. Uh, they started off with uh, the building of condominium number one, uh, which is actually now uh, placed on the National Register of Historic Places uh, since 2005. Uh, now, the idea of Sea Ranch is that uh, all the homes are built within the land. Um, that meaning they they don't stick out from the land as, as something that doesn't look like it should be there. Uh, everything is is built so that it looks like it it uh, grew within uh, the land that surrounds it. So you're not going to see bright colors um, and things sticking out that wouldn't naturally look there. And they use a lot of natural resources to build their homes uh, up there so that it, it retains that you know native feel. And I think that's one of the things that's so special about Sea Ranch. Um, they actually placed a, a three-part uh, process in place where uh, they use livestock to graze the land. Uh, and that also helps keep down uh, invasive plants that uh, shouldn't uh, be let to flourish. Um, and then they they uh, use the land to grow uh, and, and cultivate plants and uh, you know fruits and vegetables uh, that they use in the restaurant. Uh, from there, uh, they use the waste from the restaurants to create mulch and fertilizer uh, to continue that cycle around. And uh, that's what's so special about Sea Ranch in my eyes is that you don't see a lot of communities uh, around here, really anywhere for that matter, that uh, is so focused on retaining that native um, environment and native process uh, ar- around the community. Um there's so much to do in Sea Ranch. I, I could go on forever about that, but 
specifically cycling, hiking, uh, river kayaking. Uh, there's even a, a beautiful 18-hole Scottish-style golf course that a lot of people travel uh, far distances from to uh, play on because it's such a, a special course. Uh, and, and people have really said it. it's a very Scottish feel, which you don't see uh, very often. Um, I think one of the the best things about Sea Ranch is its local proximity. Uh, it's really uh, so close to the Bay Area, even though it has a, a really uh, separated feel where you really uh, don't realize that everything else in the world is going on because uh, what they've built there. But its local proximity to uh, the Bay Area is what makes it so uh, special in my eyes. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, uh, again, like prior to COVID, Sea Ranch was kind of seen you know, prices were less there uh, prior to COVID because um, it was farther away. So, like, you know, most people were looking at, like, if they wanted, like, a, a, a lifestyle property out on the beach, they were looking at Dillon Beach. If they were priced out there, they would go up to, you know, the Bodega Bay Area. Um, and uh, and then when COVID hit and people couldn't get outside, you know, like you couldn't get on a flight and go up to Montana or, like, you, you know, you're, you're greatly outside the area or something like that or Southern California or Mexico or anything like that, uh, people started looking at Sea Ranch because, you know, it's, it's 100 miles north of the Golden Gate. About two hours, uh, uh, you know, about a two-hour drive from San Francisco. You know, in our notes here, it's about an hour and a half from, uh, you know, various areas in Sonoma County. But on a nice, clear day, it's a beautiful drive, and it seems like it's 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 much less than that. It's, it's a really fun drive um, to go up there that way. So yeah, I think you know, COVID kind of changed that landscape where people were like, where can we go? And they saw this like really cool little hip community uh, up north, and were willing to make that that drive that way. And uh, you know, uh, I have an article here from Forbes uh, that. You know, Sea Ranch was the highest uh, uh, experienced the highest real estate price increases in the San Francisco Bay Area in 2021. So right when you know COVID was going on that way, or or a little bit after um, uh, that, uh, you know, people again looked up there and and it's it saw really steep price increase, increases. I want to say, uh, let's see here, what was it in 2021? Oh yeah, it was 38 percent. That's what I, what I thought. So 38 percent price increase is what they saw uh, in in 2021 alone. And there's so. one home up there that it listed for eight million and it sold for 12 million. Uh, it was I think 2,000 square feet, two bedrooms, two bathrooms. It was the largest piece of property up there, but still, I mean. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, it went. Uh, Went for about thirty eight percent over the asking price, right? Like so, so that seems uh, uh, it's a, a little bit of an interesting market that way. And uh, you know, we're keeping our eyes on it uh, because um, you know, uh, hopefully this isn't the case. But often, what goes up must come down. Um, you know, you're in a community over there that that has a lot of uh, they're not full time residents over there, and I think you can you can talk a little bit about that. That you have a lot of people that have second homes, right? And, and a lot of people that that uh, short term uh, rental it out there as well. So. Yeah, I mean, out of the 18, 1900 homes up there, about 98% of them are second homes. And what's interesting to note is that uh, out of those, you know, say 98% of them that are second homes, the majority of them are coming out of the Bay Area, right. um, spread out, you know, through Silicon Valley, San Francisco, Marin, um, and that general area. And that, again, attests to its proximity to those right. locations. Yep. Um, it's it's the, kind of that getaway. I mean, you even have an, an airport there that you can get there that much quicker. 
Right, right. Yeah, no, no, uh, exactly. I mean, 98%, that, that's amazing. So I don't know if there's any other market that we have. In that, that's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why it's, you know, it's something to watch as to see what happens over the course of the next, uh, you know, year, year and a half, two years that way. You have that many second homes. Uh, a lot of them are, uh, you know, rented out on a short term basis. I'm looking here, we've got 241 active rentals in Sea Ranch right now, active short term rentals, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. 241 active short-term rentals in Sea Ranch. And we don't have the, the market data for, we have it up until August that way. And and they were still experiencing pretty good occupancy rates, about 71% uh, in Sea Ranch. And again, this is just for short-term rentals. It'll be interesting, interesting to see what the September and October data shows because um, you know all across the board, uh, short-term rentals are uh, uh, are down way down and you know uh, as the economy turns and we go into this this downturn people are going to have less disposable money so so they're they're uh, um there's just a lot less bookings right now so i think potentially you're going to see that people that you know bought that home and, and we're looking for a rate of return using short-term rentals. Um, I think you may see some sales up in that area um, that uh, as a result of people not being able to hold on to those homes because they're not getting the rate of return now. So. Right. And that's something, you know, we've talked about a lot in the past is when in certain communities that are very vacation rental driven, like we've spoken about Guerneville quite a bit, where if people are, are yep. buying a home in these communities, expecting that they're going to get, you know, X amount of days of occupancy at, you know, X amount of dollars in order to afford that, that payment. And now they're not getting it. Well, then you're going to have a distressed sale situation and that might not be the situation across the board, but there are those people that were expecting that, that, you know, rate of return in order to have that property. Right, right. No, exactly. And, it, you know, at least, uh, you know, Sea Ranch and, and Bodega Bay, as we talked about, um, they're under the jurisdiction of the uh, Coastal Commission. So as of right now, the Coastal Commission is still issuing new short-term rentals rental permits but you know like down in marin county uh dillon beach they've they've uh you know put a moratorium on those short-term rentals so uh and even in guerneville which isn't part of the coast right zone. yeah yeah exactly which guerneville so that's going to really change that real estate market uh we're kind of waiting to see what happens there um and if something like that if, if regulations are changed within the, the coastal commission jurisdiction um i think it could be catastrophic for this mm-hmm. area so hopefully nothing like that happens um uh, and i guess that's a conversation for another time but i don't see you know why that couldn't come down the road at some point if it's for unincorporated sonoma county right now what's stopping that from happening to the coastal zones as well at at a certain yeah at some point you know i mean if the the full-time residents there start uh you know making uh enough noise about their quality of life being affected that could happen although you know both those areas there are a lot of second homes higher rates of second homes that way so i mean like with sea ranch if you have 98 percent of second homes right uh, you're gonna have a pretty big voice there uh of of you know going against any type of future moratorium that way so totally yeah so i i mean it's a really unique place i think anyone that's not familiar with the area should definitely go up there at some point and see what it's all about right I mean, so like you know, if if you're if you're a a current property owner up there, 
and you're con- concerned about the market, you're concerned like maybe you are uh, renting it out and you're concerned about what's uh, going to happen in the future and uh, if you should hold on to the, the home, feel free to reach out to us. We can, we can provide you a rental analysis or we can provide you a, a variety of analysis to let you know, you know can it be, can you term it, turn it to like a midterm or, or long-term rental that way or w- what are the other options? Mm-hmm. You know, how much is it worth that way? If you're a buyer, uh, you know, this is certainly a, you know, uh, we'd recommend keeping your eye out uh, on this market. And uh, they do have an airport up there, uh, and Isaiah is a licensed pilot. So if you're in the Bay Area and you want to take a quick flight up, Isaiah can get you up there and back there really quick that way, and he knows the community. So Totally. And getting back to on the, on the seller side, you know, we can do very creative lease terms. Maybe you, you want to enjoy the home during the summer months, but you want to rent it from, say, November to right. April. We yep. can totally facilitate creative lease terms, whether those three months, six months. Um, they can be a little bit trickier to find that that uh, potential tenant to be placed in that property, but that's something we can totally work with and and help uh, you as a seller, you know, uh, be able to make that something that you can hold on to. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, well, so uh, everyone, if you have any questions about uh, about uh, the Sea Ranch market or any any really any real estate market in Northern California, please reach out to us. Um, if you've enjoyed this uh, uh, podcast, um, please hit like and subscribe so you'll be notified of future podcasts. Uh, again, I'm Sean Payne, founder uh, of Live Explorer Real Estate and Lifestyle, and thank you, Isaiah, for for joining me again today. So, absolutely, we'll see you guys next time. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Welcome to the Live Explorer podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe.